1: Happy Friday. Welcome back. You are one step closer to the weekend. You are listening to Fantasy Beasts and Where to Find Them, the Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Ranny, joined as always, not as always by, but joined this week, presently, today, right now, by the Hall brothers. Uh, Jason, Gary, how are how you guys? Pretty good. Good. It's the end of the week. Yeah, hey, we're we're finally to Friday. We're still talking running backs. Uh, now we get to talk about those deep draft steals, uh, or at least what we presume zo- presumed to be deep draft steals. Uh, we've seen this the last couple of years, guys like James Robinson, uh, I mean, guys like Demetri Felton. Felton had a decent enough role last year w- with Cleveland. Those Remondre guys... Stevenson. Yeah, Ramondre Stevenson was a fifth or sixth, fourth or fifth rounder. He ended up having a good year, fantasy-wise. Those guys exist out here who fits well, who's a good target, stuff like that. Without, without uh wasting much time, we'll jump right into it. Uh, we got a couple more guys today, 7-9. Uh, first one on the list we have is uh, Rashad White from Arizona State, running back 6'2", 210. Uh, he's got long, fluid strides. He doesn't look super fast on the tape. Um, his bounce outside and open field burst is really good. But he definitely had shared carries there.
0: Yeah, I noticed that he had lack of carries or like he shared carries. He was uh, what I was saying. Sorry, Greg, if you want to jump in. Um like you said he's not really quick on tape, but his his speed is mostly noticed in the open field. Um he's got some nice cuts. Can catch out of the backfield and he's always keeping his feet moving.
1: Yeah, he had a a decent actually had pretty solid stats this past year. 182 rushing attempts, 1,006 yards, and 15 touchdowns. Uh, two years ago, he only had 42 attempts. He had 420 yards. He averaged 10 yards a carry. That's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, you know? that is very crazy even, for Even a on shared carries. Yeah, well, I mean, it's an average 10 yards carry and rush maybe 10 times. Okay. Average to average 10 yards a carry and rush over, over 25, 30 times, That that's impressive. Uh, five yards or five touchdowns that year this past year though as well maybe this should bump him slightly higher 43 catches 456 yards and a touch so he proved he can he can catch the ball Um, didn't get in a whole bunch of games it doesn't look like Uh, he had 11 games this past year he had three games under 10 carries but he also had four games over twenty carries. So the writings out there, he played. They played USC and in a winning effort. He had twenty-eight attempts, two hundred and two yards, and three touchdowns. Very next week, he plays. He plays Washington. Thirty-two attempts, one hundred eighty-four yards, and two touchdowns. Um, maybe I mean, we should regard good. him a little higher. Like yeah, stats
0: are good against good teams. So it looks. It just shows that maybe even though he's a lower running back in the draft, that he's still got some decent and good potential out there. for.
1: It's funny, really his worst stats are against the bad teams. Uh, Who even is this? The Southern Utah Thunderbirds, week one. He had his lowest carries of the season with seven rushes for 64 yards. That sounds more like they pulled him because he wasn't going to do anything. Yeah. Uh, I want to say Rashad White had a decent senior bowl as well. But Rashad White, maybe worth being that first low end running back to have potential. Maybe be a top four, four, fourth or fifth round pick. Um, the size there, too, that's 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 huge for running back at 6'2. Yeah, that is a they, good size. It looks,
0: looks like it kind of they kept him against USC.
1: Yeah, they just capped 28, kept 28 for 202. And then the next week at Washington, I believe he had 32. Uh, Tyler Algeier out of, I believe, BYU. Um, the Cougars? I think they're the Gluers. He had a big year this year after not doing much last year.
0: To be fair, last year they were a throwing team.
1: Exactly. And he still had yards last year. 150 rushing attempts for 1,130 yards and 13 touchdowns. This past season, he had 276 attempts, 1,606 yards, and 23 rushing touchdowns. Um, yeah, that's pretty good touchdown, percentage, he's a touchdown a, percentage. He was a power back, was the yeah. big thing. He might be... In layman's terms, this year's reminder: Stevenson.
0: Yeah, I would, yeah, I would consider that. Yeah,
1: he's a bully. I have that written down. He he punches you in the mouth.
0: Yeah, that's what I have here. I wrote that. I, it. I wrote he hits hard. He will punch you in the mouth. He's quick and open field, and he's a tough guy to take down. Every time we watched him get tackled. It was definitely by more than one guy.
1: Yeah. The only
0: concern I had was there was some ball security issues.
1: Yeah. uh, I did have, though, he's got a nose for the end zone. The second he got close, and I think that also partially led to his ball security issues, he's extending the ball trying to find that goal line every time he's close. I just put that he's a bowling ball. Yeah. I think that's the best way to put it. He runs angry up the gut. He slips through the gap and he bursts to the side. Um, He does need to get rolling to be productive. I've noticed that. His first couple rushes of the game, he always seemed to start slow. And then once he's got his legs behind him, game over. He was he was tough. Uh, an interesting aspect, maybe a guy you see go to, like, a Seattle. Yeah, definitely. Somewhere. That's the type of running back that Pete Carroll's always used very well. Mm-hmm. Except once in the Super Bowl. On the one-yard line. <laughs> um, but other than that, I mean, I actually, Oakland? Vegas? Maybe, yeah. they, well, but they got... uh. They have Josh Jacobs, but... And Kenyon Drake. Yes, but you've also got Josh McDaniels There's the offense coordinator now. Yeah. You take something from the Belichick tree, you get yourself a power back. I could see him doing faring well. He's going to be a touchdown vulture. Uh, next guy on the list, we had Jerome Ford out of Cincinnati, 5'11", 209 yards, 215 rushes this year, 1,319 yards, and 19 touchdowns. He's tough to tackle. He definitely comes off his release fast, he's willing to block. But, like, for coming off the release fast, he doesn't look fast in his game tape.
0: Yeah. He runs hard, though. Like, he runs... Like, it's not fast, but, like, running hard is different. Is something different when you're running into guys, trying to bowl guys over. He yes. Makes you guys miss. He's yet. willing to crash into yeah, somebody. willing to crash some, into somebody. He stays up, and he actually, like, attempts to block and does it pretty well. Like, from... Some of the things that were missing on other guys' tapes was the blocking. He's, he's tough to tackle like in one-on-one, like a like an open field tackle or a uh, like a one-on-one kind of tackle. Um, he's pretty solid in between the tackles up the middle. He fights forward for yards, bounces off arm tackles, um, keeps churning his feet. Uh, I also have that he doesn't do much with space. Like when he gets the space, he's not explosive with it. Um, and he does miss blocks from time to time. He's not really a, a, a blocker, um, but other than that, he's he's a guy that um, could could end up being a steal. He's got some potential there. I, I do like him, but he doesn't. He's not one of those top three that we
1: were talking yeah. about on last week
0: or on la- last episode.
1: He's very similar to what I what I called uh, Tyler Algeyer just before this. He's a north south runner. He's yeah. not going to get you anything going side to side. You, if you're getting something out of him. Very almost Damien uh, Harris like. Mm-hmm. Not to not to call out Damien Harris because he's been a very good running back through his career, but he's going to get going if he gets a hole and he gets running straight. Yeah. He's not going to shift left, right, left, right, center, spin move, juke, hurdle, then take off. And yeah. that's just not happening.
0: Yeah, I mean, the thing, I mean, what I noticed the most is that that first guy, he usually carries with him. He doesn't go down with that first tackle. Even if the guy's got a nice wrap up, he's still. Fight for yards and carrying people on his
1: back. Yeah, um, uh, I mean, not a whole bunch. though. it's funny because I think we have not a whole bunch because he wasn't a tremendous part of the Cincinnati offense either. Right. Um, Cincinnati obviously built built through Desmond Ritter this year, built through Alec Pierce. But it's one of those situations where I think that was the thing we saw Pierce and Ritter really run that offense. They had a good tight end there in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Jerome Ford was the afterthought. And even for being afterthought, quite a few touchdowns. Next guy we got on this list, so it seemed like the whole offense went through him. Yeah. Uh, a Very intriguing prospect here. 5'11", 205 yards. Pierce Strong Jr. out of South Dakota State. Uh, obviously not the biggest school to be playing from. But 240 rushes, 1,673 yards, and 18 touchdowns. He reads his blocks very well. Yeah. The second he's in open field, he's gone. Yeah, yeah, he puts and that head down and runs, not like in a bad way. No, but that's yeah. it. He the second he finds open space, he knows he doesn't have to look for a lane on the field anymore, he's got, and he
0: just—he's got that second gear speed. Yeah, he has
1: a third gear and a fourth gear. I think I—he might. I think he was actually the fastest kid in the draft on the combine tape. Mm-hmm. He ran below a four-four. He's lightning fast. Um, did not benefit whatsoever from a piss poor line. Yeah, that was I
0: think atrocious. he's my draft diamond running back right now.
1: Yes. um, <laughs> I heard he said reads blocks well, and then, like you did a couple running backs ago, like, really good at reading blocks. <laughs> um, he is more of a zone
0: runner, outside type of style back. Not going to be too effective between the tackles, but if you get him in the right scheme, in the right blocking scheme, in the right space, this kid could be a freaking dynamite runner
1: i i think what i like even more is beyond just the fun running that he brought he can be such a little gadget piece Mm -hmm. he we watch him throw touchdowns we watch him line up and be the wildcat quarterback he's an all-around athlete yeah which is something we haven't had on most of these running backs this year they're all very good running backs they're they're all good at their position pierre strong seems to be somebody who can kind of do it all in that field um, and especially if he, which we didn't see much because he played at such a high level, if he's a good special teamer, he'll stick. I could see him going as high as the fifth round. Yeah. Um, he should be drafted in all scenarios. I think he's going to be a very, uh, a pretty good running back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Teams love those guys. You can really piece anywhere, and he's kind of one of those guys you could piece as a running back. You could throw him in for at a slot spot. You could throw him in. On a play where he does a jet sweep pass or something like that, you bring him
1: back and you try to bring back the wild or the wildcat and yeah. see if that works. I mean, it it's happens enough now where they do trick passing plays all over the league. You see it all over the
0: all over the league with quarter throwing, people throwing to the quarterback, running backs throwing to the quarterback, wide receivers throwing to the quarterback. You know what? Sh- guys, they're looking for guys who can do that. Thing. Shitty about players like this is they always get stuck on teams like Detroit who think could have four running backs already. Yeah. yeah. Because that is, like last, last year
1: Detroit was Jamar Jefferson, who we really liked. And look what happened when Jamar Jefferson started getting going. He looked good last mm-hmm. year. Um, this is almost, it, you hate to say it, but this is almost one of those guys you want to see go to the Giants. Yeah. Because Saquon can't stay healthy, and when Saquon goes down, they never have a number two. Yep. That's yeah. like a Giants situation. Tampa, Tampa's got nothing right now.
0: And you saw what Dable did with
1: Buffalo's offense with Tampa the. Tampa resigned Jackson, Leonard so. Fournette, didn't they? Yes, yes, was three years or something.
0: Maybe four.
1: But I, I mean, know. it is. I, I mean. <sighs> Seattle, I don't trust their running backs. The 49ers, I don't. Is Trey Sermon, their, I mean, Sermon and Mitchell, are their top two?
0: They uh, Since he has nothing behind. Uh,
1: they liked Chris Evans, but he didn't get going. Um, Samaje Samaj P. P. Ryan's, Ryan's okay, but I definitely think they could upgrade that number two spot. Baltimore, granted, yes, I know they have,
0: they have a J.K. Dobbin, right but
1: they couldn't keep anybody healthy last year. Um, not Cleveland, really, but like he's one of those guys where I feel like if you put him in the right spot where he can obtain a job,
0: maybe Pittsburgh because they do have nothing. They have nothing really behind Najee, maybe. and
1: that's it. They wanted to really try to get a second running back going all year, and didn't have anything. I like him though. I think Pierre Strong could end up being a top seven running back in this whole draft class and, and he's ranked so he's far down. in the rough. Uh <laughs> I yeah. Next guy on my list, we've got Zonovan Knight, North Carolina State. One hundred and forty rushes, seven hundred and fifty three yards, and three touchdowns. Um he's five foot eleven. I don't have much on him. He uh Yeah, he didn't
0: have a lot of I and mean, maybe he... For lack of tape, I he
1: his. lack of tape, but he he had a little wiggle when you saw him.
0: He does that thing that the Alabama running back.
1: He does. also runs into a new lineman. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I had here, and I think we stopped watching once we saw that again. No one in the NFL is going to take these guys serious. We saw it already flame out with Trent Richardson.
0: I mean, at least when he did get hit, he fought for yards. I can give him that. Other than like uh, our Alabama running back, who kind of just yeah, fell, fell just, down when he was touched.
1: He's a guy who's gonna end up going sixth, seventh round. He'll never see meaningful snaps in the league. No. Sorry to say to him, but unfortunately, I don't think he's got any of the the pizzazz to make himself known. Next guy on this list, um, in, in an intriguing aspect, he was buried in a depth chart. Six foot one, two twenty. He's got huge size. Out of Michigan, this past year, two hundred and seventy rushes, thirteen twenty, 1320, thirteen twenty seven yards 20 rushing touchdowns he's not good in the open field no No. not
0: really from what i saw he's a power runner yes he's he has the good ball vision or good good ball vision good field awareness and he's more of like in my opinion like your goal line back i'm gonna throw him in on maybe yes because of the goal line and that's the the other thing i've
1: got here he's great at following his backs um he's got the ability to power through and drag defenders yeah And he runs straight like a racehorse. You just tell him to run straight, but he's slow to get to the edge. He's got no burst once he's in open field. He would have been
0: a good running back in a Gary Kubiak offense.
1: Yeah, that's that's a great.
0: uh, Like when they had Matt Schaub and and for the Texans.
1: Yeah, and who was Steve Slayton? What was Steve Slayton there at that time, or was that uh, Forte? No, Forte wasn't with the
0: Texans. Yeah, he was. No, maybe not. I thought he was.
1: Mm-mm. No, not Matt Forte. Um, Arian Foster? Arian Foster, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah, um, definitely. I could see that. It's The touchdown number jumped off the paper before I even saw his kid's tape and I was excited for him. And then you see the tape and he just, he doesn't have
0: He's it. He's not explosive. Like once he gets to that second level, there's not like another level for him to go to. You know what I'm saying? Like he hits his first gear and then... Kind of stays in it.
1: He hits his first gear, jumps a gear, and blows out the the gear shift. Like, he stops running. Um, Again, I think you've got it. He's he's a poor man's reminder, Stevenson. And I don't know if that's going to get him drafted high. It's not like he's like the other two power backs in the draft. There's two clearly presently better power backs than him. Uh, This is a guy I think Gary liked a lot. 5'9", out of... uh, UTSA, The Meep Meeps.
0: The Meep Meep Meeps, Meeps, yeah.
1: Uh, (laughs) University of Texas San Antonio Roadrunners. Sincere McCormick, 298 rushes, 1,479 yards, and 15 touchdowns. Um, I had, like, flat out, he's slippery when wet. He's all speed and no power. Very easy to drag down.
0: I had that he's quick to cut. He has the vision. I said I wrote smooth like butter, so I'm guessing that means like when you try to tackle him, he slips off like he's got butter on him. He's got wheels and he's real really great off the edge.
1: I had that. I didn't think he would equate very well versus pro defense. It seems like he makes people miss because of bad fundamentals against teams that they're playing. Not that he's playing against like good talent yeah. that he's gonna wrap up and tackle.
0: He might be a a poor man's Darren Sproles.
1: I had that written down. And I also had written down as, dude, it's the definition of Canton or bust. He's either going to be a phenomenal pro running back, right. or he's going to be never heard of again.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's something I could see just because of the talent he's playing against. His, his, his play, speed is going to help him. His his size is not.
1: Yeah, 59's is not going to help much of anything. The last 5'9 running back in the league was what? Maurice Jones-Drew? Danny Woodhead. Danny Woodhead. And even that was four years in fizzle. Yeah. Um, And and all these notes we have are against Western Kentucky, the Hilltoppers. Um, You don't like the Hilltoppers? No, we like Bailey Zappi, but, like, I don't don't. like their defense. No, I know. They're
0: not the best, like, defense out there. He's not the best, like, guys.
1: He's going to be one one of those guys where you might have interest in him in a dynasty league if he's presented a spot where it's like, oh, he's actually the number three running back on the depth chart. And he might actually pose a threat as a receiver. Yeah. Other than that, if he goes to a team like like Gary and I were talking with, um, who do we just say is going to be someone who goes to like Detroit with five running backs already? Yeah. If he's in the same scenario, forget about Never him. Never see him again. Just forget about him. Uh, next guy on this list, we got Zamir White, another Georgia running back. 160 rushes, 856 yards, and 11 touchdowns. Uh, very, I actually had him written down as very similar to Sincere McCormick. Yeah, uh, all speed, no power, cannot block. Um, he's a straight line burner, but he's very one dimensional.
0: Yeah, I have like similar things that you said. I mean, goes down pretty easy. His blocks were not impressive. He can cut well and make a like decision, like well, I'm going that direction. But other than that, I get that he needs the outside edge to make any yards. Uh, he's not very impressive. Doesn't block well and tackled very easily. So he's not out of the two backs there that are the, the draft. Um, He's the lesser of the two, with uh, Cook being the better one. So the Georgia, two Georgia backs are two backs I'm not too high on taking, but out of the two,
1: obviously Cook's the better one. Yeah, um, I'll agree with that. TJ Pludger. I
0: don't really have a lot of notes because I don't think there was enough tape. I don't
1: even know. Where Sounds I'm like a chuch. Uh, Utah running back. We found no tape on him. Oh yeah. Literally, okay. I, I found him. a a footage where he just talked about the game. There was nothing we could find on him. Uh Tyler Beatty, Mizzou, stats were huge. Five foot eight. Stats were huge. He was not five foot eight, hundred ninety nine pounds, two hundred sixty eight rushes, one thousand six hundred four uh, yards, fourteen touchdowns. He runs very well behind his block. He's an okay catcher. He's shifty and he's patient but he's got next to no field awareness. Uh he's going to be more of a receiving back. He's very itchy He was actually pretty solid on the zoo out of the screen game.
0: Yeah, that's what I had. He's a pass catching back. He's your screen and like pass guy out of the backfield. He's pretty shifty, speedy and I mean other than that I really didn't see much out of him, but that could have been poor QB play. So just not getting Not him the ball. much of a power guy. Other than that, uh, one of those late run guys too that might go, but I wouldn't call him a diamond. I think he's going to be a guy like that's going to just not really amount to much. I I didn't see anything that really impressed me on tape.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean the next guy we got Tyler Goodson out of Iowa. I, again, a big, a big amount of uh, stats here: five hundred or two hundred fifty-six rushes, one thousand one hundred fifty-one yards, six touchdowns. He had no offensive line, which is something I don't think anybody's ever said in the history of talking about Iowa, because usually they are the epitome of offensive mm-hmm. line you, Uh His vision's pretty good. I thought he was reasonably quick, and I called him this year's Demetrik Felton. He okay. lined up across the entire offense. Yeah, he, I had him as a gadget guy. He lined out wide. He lined in the gut. He was your running back. He was your halfback. Yeah, I had that
0: used all over. He's speedy. He's got vision. He makes plays with his feet. He had poor line play,
1: and he has good like moves and and a solid, well.
0: solid pass catcher as well.
1: Yeah, I'm yeah. um, trying to see if I can get his receiving stats from last year. Not bad, honestly. Like I said, he he had, he, he toted the ball for 256 yards or er, rushes, but he also had 31 catches. He had 247 yards, average eight yards a catch, one touchdown on the, on the in the receiving game. Um, I mean, against good teams, he didn't run well. But we also already said, their line was horrendous. Uh, in the Big Ten Championship game against Michigan, he ran the ball 18 times for 50 yards. Like, yeesh. Um, that's it. I mean, that Penn State, he averaged less than four yards a carry. Um, Iowa State averaged less than three yards a carry. So you, you gave him tough opponents, he couldn't run against them. Uh, is that, we had Ziquandre White, and I don't think we got anything for him.
0: The only thing I had for him that was, he hits hard and catch question marks. I, see, I don't yeah, know He doesn't have a very good pass-catching ability.
1: I think that's all we had, though. Uh, so, I mean, we talked about, I mean, my personal favorite low-end guy is Pierre, McCor- or Pierre Strong Jr. Yeah. Gary is somewhat high on sincere McCormick yep, as well. I also
0: liked uh, your guy. Which one? Uh, Pierre Strong. Well, yeah,
1: but that's... I think all three of us really like Pierre Strong. I don't... your diamond in the rough. I don't hate sleeping on someone like Tyler Goodson just because I think he's going to be used across an entire offense and someone's going to take a flyer on him. It's different, though, I guess, from last year because if you remember last year, Gary, Demetric Felton was listed as a wide receiver. Right. And got drafted as a running back. He's listed as a running back and you almost wonder if he gets drafted to play receiver. Maybe. But i'm intrigued man i like it guys i think that'll do it anybody else got anything they want to say before the episode no uh,
0: glad you guys are listening
1: perfect guys uh i'm not gonna bore you any longer uh shout out to all our sponsors we don't really we're not gonna run it down guys enjoy your weekends stay safe and until next time you keep on listening to those fantasy beasts and we'll show you exactly where to find them peace out guys